T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. It's not your problem, Doc. You don't have to mix up in this. That is a hell of a thing for you to say to me. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. Go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm your Huckleberry. The Fan. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. Before we get to uh, the wild and wild and crazy week three of the NFL a uh, little follow-up to a story we talked about last week. Uh, remember the uh, father who came up with a ridiculous training regimen and basically tried to sell his sons uh, for name, image, and likeness money in California? Oh, yes, the disgusting father. Yeah, T.A. Cunningham is the young man's name. He's one of the top recruits in all of California, just a junior at Los Alamitos. Uh, his, his father sent he and his eighth-grade brother out to California to live with a man who's now in jail for, uh, for rape. Um, of a minor of a minor and he was ruled ineligible because the cif which um, governs cosa of california they ruled that uh, he just moved there just for sports which he did uh, but they weren't going to let the young man play and his whole life was hell and it's really not his fault um they've ruled that he can't play so t.a cunningham I'm rooting for this kid. Yeah. Shout out to CIF for actually getting this one right. Yeah, the adults were screwing the kid over. Yes. And they figured that they should say pop and pull their heads out of their butts and figure it all out. I was just looking at this. As a sophomore last year, he played at the uh, Jones Creek in Georgia, and he played at the highest level in Georgia. Uh, he had 66 tackles, 22 for loss, and seven sacks as a sophomore in high school. Yeah, six six two fifty is a fifteen and year old to get that done. He will go on to play his very first game. Will be this week against Newport Harbor High School, uh, the Sailors of Newport Harbor High Ooh. School. That's where Alex Crawford went. I think Crawford used to call games for them too. That's a deep cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had uh, I had I had lunch or br- brunch. Well, I had brunch with Croft Crawford. Daddy, Crawford Daddy was in town for the yeah. Oregon State USC game. Yeah, he was so sad. He was so sad. Yeah, he said he's still going to the Peacock after the game, so he wouldn't drown his <laughs> sorrows there. Not going to happen. No, it's not going to affect his partying. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about this uh, week three in the NFL. What a crazy week it was. Um, kind of, I mean, from top to bottom. You, Who would have thought that the Sh- Chicago Bears would be 2-1 and one to start the season and sitting in a three-way tie for the lead in the NFC North? 
Yeah, it turns out when you play number one in a monsoon mm-hmm. and you somehow roll the dice and get a game against the Trey Lance-led 49ers yep. and you play the other worst team in the NFL and the Texans, yep. you can pick up two wins because when you played the Packers, who uh, they're very limited, they beat the breaks yeah. off the Bears. And I've had a few mm-hmm. Bears fans say, well, they're 2-1, and one. they're 2-1. and one. Listen, you are what your record says you mm-hmm. are, but if you watch those games... Justin Fields is not an NFL quarterback. No, he's he's on the struggle bus, man. He's he's looking more and more like he is not the answer there. But this week in the NFL, we had five games, was it? I think it was five games decided by three or fewer points. No, excuse me, six games. It was tight. Decided by three or fewer points. You had two more that were four-point games mm-hmm. in week three of the NFL. And this is an incredible stat. Through the first three weeks of the NFL season, they are averaging six games per week of three points or decided by three points or less. 18 games have been decided by three points or less in the NFL through the first three weeks of the season. And the drama is incredible. Whether it's bad teams playing bad teams like we had with the Bears and the Texans yesterday. Falcon Seahawks. And and Falcon Seahawks. That was a, that was one of the four point games. Um, or you have great teams playing and dueling one another. You had the Bills and the Dolphins mm-hmm. in the butt punt. I that game was incredible to me. And the scheduling gods gave Miami a gift. They gave them the gift of you had back to back weeks in September, early in the year, New England and Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Coming down to Miami to play in that heat, you saw exactly why they say it is a horrible place to play early in the year. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins were white at home. Those day games, those 1 o'clock kicks, Blair. the sun is just burning down on you, but mm-hmm. only the visiting sidelines. And you saw how tired Buffalo was at the end of that game. Yeah, that game, again, we wanted to know, are the Dolphins for real? And how good are the Bills really? I think you got a glimpse of I think the Dolphins are going to be a real problem in yep. the in the AFC and may f- factor into the not just the division but a serious playoff run. And McDaniel's has got that team humming on both yep. sides of the ball. Now, did things not go the way for the Bills? Absolutely. But I think much like the Oregon State USC game you have to credit the Dolphins for creating a lot of yeah. that disruption because the Bills had not really been tested in their first two weeks. And when they came up against it, the Dolphins were game, man. Crazy part about that is we had two instances where you saw a safety actually help the Dolphins and a safety helped the 49ers. Because think of that. Think of that punt, right? The butt punt that happened mm-hmm. yesterday. The two points in the free kick, you actually gave Buffalo worse field position because yep. they were going to get the ball in the plus in plus territory. They were probably the forty and in. Meanwhile, they end up kicking it out of the like the back of the end zone uh, off of the butt punt mm. in the safety, and they had to start and they had to go seventy five yards to go to Pager. Like it, it gave Miami an advantage in field position. Like nobody sits sitting there thinking in a game that tight. Oh, it was a four point game at that point. Orlovsky like, this thing and run out the back. Let's go ahead and take the safety here, right? But it ended up helping him. And then Jimmy G does it in, I don't know what that was. We're going to call it Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. But that game where Jim, Jimothy Garoppolo in the third quarter, like, 
my goodness, that game was horrendous on all fronts. But that would have led to six points for Denver. Big six going back the other way. <laughs> yeah. Instead, it was two points. It was like, I like the craziest thing is that we saw in the same day two safeties that actually helped the team that took the safeties unintentionally. Unintentionally, they took those safeties and it helped them. The NFL, and we, we kind of joked about this in week one and then into week two and now into week three, has been drunk. They yep. have been day drinking since week one. And yeah. you, you look at every single one of these games up and down the board. We talked about the uh, Chiefs-Colts. How, how on earth are the Chiefs only favored by five? Because apparently Vegas knew that the Colts were game and that the Chiefs were hungover. I, yep. I, I, I don't know. You Bills-Dolphins completely just pure insanity. I just It's been hard for me to get a feel for this NFL season. This is kind of part of what makes the NFL great. I mean, we talk about Sunday night football. I mean, 49ers-Broncos may have been the worst football game I've ever watched that wasn't marred by a monsoon or lightning or mud or two backup quarterbacks or a bunch of injuries. Did you watch the Packers-Buccaneers? That was bad, (laughs) but it was not as bad as 49ers-Broncos. Yeah, that was was atrocious. The winning team in the Broncos had 16 punts. Okay, let's let's talk about that game a, a little bit more because the NFL is... Crazy competitive. You have bad teams playing tight with great teams. You have upsets like the Indianapolis Colts uh, of the Kansas City Chiefs, where then you have Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes yelling at each other. By the way, the two coach things out of this weekend, I think, are not a big deal at all. Um, with the Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes yelling at each other, and then Ken Dorsey destroying his press box. It happens. Who cares? <laughs> it um, like, did he hurt anybody? No. Did anybody see it besides the camera that was there? No. Like, all right, well, then don't air it. You know, <laughs> they just – I don't understand why people are, like, get out of like, Oh, his lack of professionalism. You should see what happens in those press boxes. <laughs> you should hear what's well, being on the said on the headsets. My goodness. Um, but the two coach – those two coach things, not a big deal. Tua going back into the game after stumbling around, and yeah. they called it a back injury. I never seen a back injury do that to somebody, but backs don't usually cause a weeble wobble. I, but they do have the independent head doctor that is that is supposed to do those evaluations. So uh, I guess he he passed all of it. I would have been more suspicious if he had zero media afterwards. But he talked to reporters afterwards, even too. You know, like if they didn't roll him out there. Um, I'd be a lot more, I'd be a lot more uh, concerned about it, and probably be more critical of it. I'd, it's just a bad look to have a guy wobble like that and then get back into the game. Um, but let's talk about the Broncos and Niners game because you had bad coaching, bad playing, bad football. Danny Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Sunday Night Football at Mile High. Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson. We've seen those two battle before, actually quite a bit. And uh, Russell Wilson gets the best of Jimothy. 11-10 in a game that set offense back quite some time. Did anybody really get the best of anybody in that game? Legally, yes. Technically, yes. In our hearts and minds, absolutely not. Defense was played. Was it? Yeah, I'm just not sure if there was much offense played. I don't really think the defense was really even that great because it was just poor decision-making on a thousand levels and then very bland, basic, simple, very easy-to-anticipate play calling. Uh, defense was played. Okay. Defense was played. Technically, again, legally, you are correct. Um, offense, I don't, I don't know if it was played. I, I don't know what we saw in that. I, actually, I do know what we saw offensively from San Francisco, and that was a team where you have a quarterback who is getting used to playing football again because he was preparing not to play football really since last offseason. Um, and then Jimmy Garoppolo has to step in, and he plays well last week. But this week you saw there's some rust he needs to blow out. Also, they bring back one of their best targets in George Kittle, and that is going to be hard for him to get back into a groove and, and look effective. And, oh, by the way, your all-pro left tackle gets hurt in that game. <laughs> and let's be honest, Debo got rolled up there a little bit like a pretzel, and he didn't really look like he was moving all that well after that either. Oh, that's because Elijah Mitchell is also hurt uh, again. Like, there's there's a lot that you can sit there for, for San Francisco and say. Uh, for Denver, they – I. I don't know how much I think they will be better and they'll end up being okay on offense eventually, eventually. Mm-hmm. But for everybody that is saying the Russell Wilson, he finally just said, you know what? I'm going to go do what I do. How, how about we just acknowledge this is who Russell Wilson is, whether he likes it or not. This is who he is as a quarterback because how many offensive coordinators do we need to see Russell Wilson with to understand that, he does not play well within the context of of a regimented offense. He doesn't. And he doesn't even like that. He doesn't like to admit that because he's always criticized, well, I don't have a good enough offensive line. I don't have a good enough weapons. I, I mean, the, the offensive coordinator gets blamed. Nathaniel Hackett, he can he deserves a ton of blame for in man, in-game management, right? Yes. But it's not like he forgot how to run an offense. He was really damn good in Green Bay. Maybe it's the quarterback. 
And that's what I was going to kind of get to. I, I do, do we have an alarm bell? Do we have any alarm sounds? Because I'm sounding wee-oo, all wee-oo, of them. Wee-oo. Russell right now is at a career low completion percentage. He's mm. thrown two touchdown passes in three games. He is on pace to be sacked the most he's been in his entire career. That is incredible. Because 51 is actually his record, and that was in 2018. He is on pace for 51 right now. And he's not throwing the ball that often. Yeah. I mean, he, he has 743 yards through three games. That's, I mean, every mark right now on him, you can say working with a new team, working with new weapons, working new offensive line, new head coach, all of those things, but there has not been a Russ moment. He's extended a play in the pocket, worked a little bit outside, but he's been wildly inaccurate. He's been wildly inconsistent. He's forced things that aren't there, and you just look at him and – I said this during the during the game. The Seahawks had to be sitting back laughing hysterically right now at what they were able to extort from the Denver Broncos. Because if he doesn't get it into gear big time, this Broncos team, every game they have been in so far has been ugly as sin. And you yeah. cannot ugly up every single game like this. You just can't and win in this league. Well, um, it wasn't a horrible offensive line that he he's went to either no. in Denver. I mean, in in I think all I'm pretty sure all of them are back because Bulls was there last year. Dalton Risner, the left guard, was there. Uh, uh, Cushenberry, what was it? Uh, uh, what's his name? Cushenberry. Yes. The the center. He was there a year ago. I mean, I don't think they have much turnover in their offensive line, if any. On from paper, a year they're ago. a better offensive line than, than the Seahawks coming into the season. That was one of the talking points. I mean, well, grading out, I think they did by pro football focus. They were a, a better offensive line. But this is and this is the thing, is that he holds onto the ball for far too long. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, oh, the, the Seahawks offense, they, never, they don't have a quick passing game. Denver does. They're supposed to. And, by the way, I always I failed to believe that Seattle did not have any sort of quick passing game in their arsenal. no. They tailored it to their quarterback. And you saw Russell Wilson last night, and this is where Russell Wilson is elite. He is goes off script and can create mm-hmm. better than anybody else in the NFL. And, I, and I, I mean anybody else in the NFL. I mean that for all of the court. When he gets out of the pocket, he can create and create time for himself. He's not it, as electric of a runner as, say, Lamar Jackson Lamar, is. Josh Allen, yeah. But he keeps plays alive and his eyes downfield better than anybody else. And Russell Wilson did that at the end of that game. That can't be their offense yeah. if you're going to be successful. Not if you have all those weapons. Not if you have that offensive line. Not if this whole let Russ cook, that the Seahawks were yeah. holding them back. You cannot. And how many times during that game in – uh, clutch or, or decisive situations, were they turning the ball or turning around and handing the ball off to Melvin Gordon? We've had two games in close score situations, both against the Seahawks and against the 49ers, where in those high leverage situations, mm-hmm. the ball was not in Russ's hands. It was in a kicker's hands. Yeah. It was in a running back's hands. It has not been Russ. And to be fair to Nathaniel Hackett, you probably maybe don't want to put it in Russ's hands right now because what he has done th- so far through three games is show you he's not delivering. Yeah. Which, again, if you're paying $250 million for this guy and this is what you've built around, you have got to be asking yourself some serious hey. questions beyond 
your coach. But if you're going through all of this, and at the end of the day, you're still able to say we're two and one right yep. now. That that is the most important thing for them right now because they're still winning, right? They you could be the Raiders. I mean, going through terrible circumstances and putting and, yourself behind and be zero and three. And oh, by the way, they get the Raiders in Vegas this week. But can I get a quick round of applause? Seattle won their Super Bowl and then has lost their last two, including tremendous fashion. Oh, what a great loss that was yesterday! <laughs> be competitive. Find a way to lose. Gino had the out route for the for the first down, and he just sailed it in the double coverage. Know the assignment. <laughs> no, they are very reminiscent in oh, both of those teams. God. Both of those teams look very trailblazer esque mm-hmm. because through you get the first half and you're like, hey, competitive game. All I'll right, watch you, this. Keep me interested. Fourth quarter, football is way worse than basketball because it's like you can miss some shots and make yeah. it look like you're trying. Yeah. Nope. No, they cratered on that last drive. That was fantastic. So uh, that's a great loss for the Seahawks mm-hmm. if, if if you're not trying to win. Um, you won your Super Bowl week one, and you handed, so far, Denver's only loss. <laughs> How great would that be? They go 16-1 and one in the first losses week one to the Seahawks. To the Seahawks. I have no faith that Denver will win every no. game, though. But that would be hysterical to me. It would be a fun one to kind of go back and look at. But, yeah, I we, we talked about, and we can talk about this uh, the next session here, the uh, the AFC West, what was supposed to be the most dominant division in football we maybe have ever seen, has been a tire fire. Um, The Chargers are in some trouble because Justin Herbert, he looked. He, he looked, looked like he's got broken ribs. Hurt, man. Yeah. And he took a shot. On, on, one, on one of his interceptions where he took a shot and he just laid there and he was just like, I felt bad for him. Yeah, he and now Rashawn Slater's out. Yep. You should probably sit him down for a while. Uh, Guyton, the wide receiver, is now out, out season. with a torn ACL. Like, they got, some, they got some problems. They're going through some stuff. They're charging in right L.A. Now. And if you, can't, if you don't have that faith that it, within, like, a next week or two, Herbert can heal on his own, uh, while playing, don't play him. Don't play him. You hit your left tackle has a torn bicep. Like you, that is your insurance policy on the blind side of a guy with broken ribs. That's not the guy you want to have out. <laughs> you you can't afford to have Justin Herbert taking hits. They're one and two. The Raiders are zero and three, finding ways to lose. Uh, and the Chiefs look. Uh, there, remember that was one of those lines that everybody's like, "How in the world? How in the world can that be? So that line be so low? Why is it only five and a half? Well, because Vegas builds Earth. casinos for a reason. They They're do. really good at this handicap and stuff. Um, didn't work out. Didn't work out. I don't know. I don't even know how my picks did this past week. I, all I know is that I did not hit the over in the Packers Bucks game. That game." Was atrocious offensive football, um, and other than that, it was uh, it was tough sledding out there. I know how my picks went this week. How'd they go? Oh no, we suck again. Mm. Well, yeah. that's what you get for picking against your Jaguars. Yeah. I know, right? They, they're, they're teaching man. you, man. They, they, they taught you and the uh, the uh, my God, who do they play? I just remembered they was thirty eight ten complete throttling. Uh, Chargers, Chargers. Yes. Thank they you. played the Chargers. Yeah, I had a mind dump there. Yeah. I was I was channeling my my Raiders who couldn't figure out the Titans. Yeah, 
Well, I went two and one, but in spectacular fashion because I picked the 49ers plus one and a half. My goodness. That hook got you. <laughs> the half point. Wow. <laughs> the hook got him. Well, I mean, I would have pushed if it was one, but uh, I had the Niners plus two and a half. I, I, hey, I'm liking my picks. I was back this week, baby. Guess what? I lost the, I lost by the hook. I would have had a push. There we go. All right. One and two. Hey, times are good now. Times are good. Um, all right, let's get to the worst day on the web. Uh, this is pretty bad. Um, there's a couple television companies that are taking it on the on the internets today. First is Russ with SportsCenter. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Oh, really? <sighs> that sucks. The worst day on the web is we got a twofer on this one uh, because both ESPN and Fox are taking heat in a big way on the internets uh, this Monday. People are none too happy with either one of the two largest uh, producers of sports content over the weekend. Well, Dusty, it turns out not everybody in this country is a bleeping Yankees fan. No, no, especially college football fans. ESPN and ABC are getting dragged over their ESPN and ABC's decision to do live cut-ins during the Wake Forest Clemson double overtime thriller, mind you. That was a great game that went Clemson's way. Um, They were doing live cut-ins like all throughout the game of Aaron Judge at the plate in the Red Sox-Yankees and college football fans are having none of it. I thought it was a weird move, too, because they're doing it for a Yankees record, not a major league record. This isn't Maguire-Sosa, where like the entire country's like, oh, my God, no. this record is being broken. This is Roger Maris's. It's not even broken. It's tying 61. I don't get it, man. I Yeah, it was... That's that's ESPN ABC being in Bristol, Connecticut, and having that Northeast just well, they dumb bias. Just beat you over the head with yes. Yankees Red Sox. Yes. Like, hey, this is what they're going to care about. Yeah. Yankees Red Sox? No, no, they're not. Yeah, in South Carolina right no, now, they not. really care about the Yankees. I don't. In in the world that we live in now, if you wanted that content, you could go and find it immediately. Seek it out immediately. The insane thing was they went split screen into it. As Wake was scoring. Yeah. Like I was it, like, what are you doing? Time and place. Listen, time you, and can, place. you can cut away in 30 seconds when you go to your commercial break and go box and box. Ridiculous. And show if he hits it. Yeah. Um, so I bet you they didn't learn their lesson, and it'll continue to happen. But uh, the other company, Fox, is getting it uh, because of a policy that they had for the Fox Big Noon Saturday which was in Ann Arbor, Michigan this past weekend. Uh, They went to Ann Arbor for the Battle of Undefeateds, Maryland 
and Michigan. Mm -hmm. And as a panelist for the Big Noon show is Urban Meyer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Urban Meyer, not liked really anywhere except for apparently Tempe and Lincoln, Nebraska, in pockets of of Columbus. Um, He is very much hated in Ann Arbor. Uh Uh-huh. Which made Fox's decision to ban any Urban Meyer-related signs at their their little big noon show. Uh, they, they, controversial. Herb got that in his contract. You better believe it. Well, th- here is one um, that I did not expect coming is uh, Jimmy Tra- Trina. Yes, uh, he does the he does like the media side of stuff for Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. He went and reached out to Fox and. They said our policy is the same as it is every weekend. No inappropriate signs. There isn't a separate policy. It's just no inappropriate signs across the board. Uh huh. What do they consider inappropriate signs? Because a lot of it, like a lot of what the Michigan fans were going to do is just take a photo of Urban Meyer in the bar mm-hmm. with college-age girls. Literal public record and put it on a sign. And just put it on a sign. And, I mean, like there's a, a one sign that didn't, uh, wasn't allowed that just said, I want to party with Urban. Right? Yeah. Now, the person carrying that sign may make that even more inappropriate, make that an inappropriate sign. Wait, if it was a young college age woman? But at the same time, it's like, what's inappropriate about Herbs at the bar? He was taking the pictures. Yeah. He was in those pictures smiling, well, kind of smiling, looking a little, uh, looking a little sauced. Do- I wonder, would they have allowed pictures of Bobby Petrino in a neck brace? I bet they would. Hmm. I bet they would. Weird. And it just goes back to, one, I never understood the reason why they hired Urban Meyer in the first place. He knows somebody. And, two, they know it was a bad choice if you have to protect him like this. 100%. If you have to go to these lengths to where college kids can't do what college kids do. Which is troll. It, it is. It's just trolling. Like ESPN on their college game day, they let a lot fly in that background. They take pictures and they mm-hmm. posted. I saw the one that they posted was a spoof of because uh, they were at Tennessee, Georgia, right? They were in Tennessee. It was a spoof of Adam Levine uh, and his DMs oh, to Smokey. Um, so they were making fun of Smokey, the dog. who's like, "You're smoking hot. Yeah, you're so smoking hot. That bot is so smoking. That hot. bot yeah. is so smoking hot." And it was a pic- <laughs> like replying to a picture of the dog, Smokey. Perfect. That's great, yeah. right? But was that offensive? Apparently, it'd be inappropriate according to Fox, which uh, that in and of itself is that company deeming things inappropriate is hilarious. Yeah. So, come on. When Lighten you, up. And if have, Urban Meyer can't take it, he shouldn't be doing no. the broadcast. And that's, that's again, that's a whole other part of this. But, yeah, it's, it's a definite case of lighten up, Francis. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, College Game Day gets it with, with the signs, ESPN and ABC. They don't get it because if you wanted to watch Aaron Judge hit his home run, you'd watch the Yankee game. Yeah, and not tune into the uh, ACC Southern uh, football yeah. matchup. Yeah, I'd turn on this football. Hey, I wonder if Clemson is going to have uh, Aaron Judge on. Yeah, I wonder if Clemson and Wake will have that. I want, I want to sports it up real hard. Wrong. A um, little bit of breaking news here. Adam Schefter is reporting Ooh, like uh, that uh, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan told reporters that uh, tackle Trent Williams will be sidelined for some time due to the great, guess what, the dreaded high ankle sprain. Yeah, so you have two going down with the high ankle sprain. 
you have Mac Jones and Trent Williams going down. Those are going to be massive injuries for both those football teams. Big, hey, another big injury week. Again, Trent Williams might be the best overall football player in the entire league. He's right there with Aaron Donald. He's mm. just the dude. Uh, not having him is, especially if Jimmy's still working through some stuff, not great. Well, and Bosa with the Chargers went down with the groin, too. Yeah, you could tell his frustration immediately when he came off the field. He knew uh, what had kind of happened there. And unfortunately, both those injuries are not something, those are not things that go away quickly. High ankles are usually four to six, and groins operate in the same depending on the severity. All right, 503-250-1080. That be the fan text line. This was the worst day on the web on Danny and Dusty. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Yeah, I'm texting with uh, texting with a, a, a buddy about his team surprisingly being good this year. Is there a better feeling as a fan than when your team is exceeding expectations? Because that may be, like, one of the biggest, like, Yes, as a fan, you could ever have is when you're actually exceeding all of the expectations and proving all the doubters wrong. No, no, there's not. It, it, it does feel good, especially when you come out of nowhere. Yeah, because you look down at your USC shirt that you're wearing today. Mm-hmm. As I was saying that you beat Rice, Stanford, Fresno State, and Oregon State. And that's why I said coming out of nowhere. Yeah, let's not let's not act like this is like, oh my gosh, we're so surprised. No, that's what USC, USC should do. I'm talking like if you are, um, well, if you're Oregon State. If you well, Oregon State, but that like no, if you're Washington right now with the sure. way that you've been handling teams after how bad it was, and you, you expected it to be better, but you didn't expect it to be like this where. They look like one of the best offenses and best teams in college football. And again, like their schedule has not been a bunch of juggernauts. Heck, they haven't even left Seattle yet, and they haven't even hit the road. They got to go down to UCLA this week, which UCLA is not impressive. They're blowing out some bad teams, but then you have some clunkers like they had against South Alabama. But you have to. I think this week showed how much how hard it is to win on the road, man. It's hard to win on the road, but like if you're an NFL fan, and we were talking about him earlier, if you're a Bears fan, or if you are, you should not be proud if you're a Bears fan. No, I, but I, you I know what? You're two and one. <laughs> you're two and one right now. You could be the Raiders, who are zero and three. Yeah, but I think you would rather be zero and three because the Bears need so much work. No, as a fan, when your team is is surprising teams and you're winning games that nobody gave you a chance to win or games that you shouldn't win, and we were talking about the Bears and everybody was talking about the Bears as being one of the worst teams in the NFL, period. Like, they're not going to win a game. Guess what? They're 2-1, and one, and I don't care who they played. They played. They beat the Texans and the Niners so far. Guess what? They're playing hard. They're playing really hard. I, I'm going to disagree with you. They're here bad because I am always I I don't like in situations like this the idea of oh hey they're winning games when they should not be. 
Um, I, I I look at things differently as a fan. Uh, like when the Blazers, there was this there was this pushback against the the Blazers uh, this past year that they weren't actually tanking and that people wanted to see what they could do with this new roster of like ten day guys and guys they picked up off the street. No, like, they're tanking. And it was like, no, guys, there there there's a process that's undergoing here. You can enjoy what's going on with those guys and that like different level of team play and all those kind of things, but they're structurally losing the Seahawks. They're structurally losing. They got their one Super Bowl. The bears stumbling into wins in the second ugliest fashion in the league behind the Seahawks uh, or behind good. the Broncos. I've seen a lot of bears fans that are very much like, yeah, they're two and one, but I've also seen a lot of bears yeah. fans on the same side that just go. Yeah. I'm not thrilled about how they're winning games right now. Well, they're winning, and that's all that matters. In the NFL, you can turn it around fairly quickly, man. And they're going to have a top 10 pick, right? Like, if you're a Jags fan, you're probably like Jeff Rust. How thrilled are you, man? Two and one. Look at those Jaguars. I knew, I knew betting against them was going to come back to bite me in the arse. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's just a great feeling. And I think that you overlook when you're like a Bears fan. You're like, you know deep down inside what you are which is not a good team. I hope so. But then you have Khalil Herbert comes out and he carries the ball 20 times for 157 yards and a pair of touchdowns, and you're sitting there going, you know what? All right. I see where we're – I like where we're going here. You're not happy with your quarterback still, and if you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to win any championships, right? But the realistic, the reality of it is you weren't winning a championship anyways. Take the wins, man. I love that when your team isn't good and then you come out and you surprise some folks and you're on top. I think it's an awesome feeling. I, I do agree with you on, on that sentiment, I, but I, over a season-long thing, I, I, I probably deviate a little bit. Now, a Seattle-like win, like if I'm the Raiders, if my Raiders are going to be just dog-ass this year, going into mile high and punking the Broncos just to set them off or going into Arrowhead and, and knocking the Chiefs down a peg, I don't care about the Chargers, yeah. uh, but those two, yeah, yeah. If if I'm if my team's going to be a dumpster fire, live for those mini Super Bowl moments. Uh, but otherwise, lose every other yeah. game. There's going to be plenty of time for the Bears to suck this year. Two and one is awesome. <laughs> Just like for the Seahawks, winning Week One, it was their Super Bowl. You take every win you can get because you're going to be miserable when it gets cold out, right? The Dolphins, you're three and zero. Oh. You've white knuckled a couple. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You're 3-0, and you've beaten some pretty and you, damn and you good teams. It. The Eagles. The Eagles. The Eagles, are, they're, they're not just coming out of like, oh, we're, we're feeling like we're going to win a division. They feel like they might be one of the three best teams in the FC. Well, and think about uh, Monday Night Football tonight. You know, this text, 503-250-1080. Hey, how about this? You could have 3-0 teams be Miami and maybe the Giants? Are you serious? <laughs> God. So you'd have two. You might have two three and O teams um, in the in, NFC, in the NFC yeah. East. That's ridiculous, and that is awesome. Oh my god! That those fans, they're doing cartwheels. But you know what, Daniel Jones, like Giants fans, will be like, we still got Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. But you know what, you got a good coach. You know you've got a good coach, and with Dayball, McDaniel, you can ride that out. And, and Nick Sirianni, the whole. Systems. We have systems in place. At the, in his introductory press conference, it was a disaster. Yes, like it was like this dude is in over his head, and it looks like he's in over his head. 
And then he did the watering the flower. We're watering our garden right now. Which We're is, trying to grow flowers. And you're like, what? What are you talking about? You just took water the bamboo yeah, and so you, you changed it to flowers. You took Greg Bell's thing and you weirded it out. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's working. They're winning. And that is, that's incredible to me. And those fans, those are the ones that got to be happy with where they're at right now. I tell you, Eagles fans, like they're, 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 Philadelphia's an obnoxious bunch, but they've got, they've got a right to be right now with the way they're playing. Yeah. Who would have uh, thunk it that two of the three highest point differentials in the NFL would be the Jaguars and the Eagles to start this season? It currently goes Buffalo plus 53, Jags plus 46. And then the Eagles at plus thirty six. Well, I mean, let's let's be honest here. Right that's now. great. As, as crazy as this sounds, Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate right now. No, yeah, he's playing awesome. That's there is not a world that exists where you could have convinced me that was possible this season. No, well, here we are. It's this world. We're living in it right Weird. now. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty Duck fans, do you believe in Bo Nix after the road win, which was his best performance on the road in the history? Of uh, his, well, in his career, uh, the history. Uh, in his career, he threw for f- over 400 yards. He goes for three touchdowns. His one catastrophic error was very bad. But the defense and timely plays, it pays off and the Ducks win. You believing in Bo Nix now? Danny Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.